box at home. Okay. You start. Ladies first. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so for a start, we're just gonna um, say your name, your year, your degree, and one fact about yourself. So I guess starting from Edwina. <laughs> okay, um, I'm Edwina, I'm in my second year studying computer science, and fun fact about me, um, I've danced at Disneyland. Which Disneyland? Orlando, Florida. <laughs> um, hey, my name's Eddie as well, or Edward. Um, I'm a fourth year software engineering student, studying, yeah, fourth year software engineering, and I like the gym, I guess. Um, I'm Ryan, I'm a third year computer science student. Fun fact is I'm in charge of both these people who are hosting the podcast right now. Can you, ex can you explain the origin of your weird accent? Of my weird accent? Uh, I'm from New Zealand. Yeah. Wait, actually? No, no, about New Zealand. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Get to know the directors. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, yeah, hey, I'm I'm um, Second year computer science student. Uh, fun fact, people call me Jeannie. Now, can you explain what your subcom is about? You guys don't know what media does, and you guys are part of the media subcom. <laughs> Other Honestly, people don't. Other people don't. Useless. Yeah. All right, Jeannie, you want to explain? Uh, wow, thank you. Um, so, I don't know, basically, we make content. So whether that's podcasts, uh, videos, articles, um, basically making stuff that um, CSE students would like to learn from or laugh at. Um, yeah, I think that describes our stuff. Yeah, I think just like capturing the vibe of what the society is like um, and like time capsuling it into like a podcast or video. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. I'd love Edwina's answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so marketing basically just promotes and like brings awareness about CSESOC to all the students so that they know what's going on, so the cool content that's coming out or events that are happening. Alright, so this one's for marketing. Uh, what is good about media? <laughs> oh, actually no. So actually, many things. Could you be more specific? She's just going through all the, re all the things she has to say. There's so many. <laughs> um, one of my favourite things is... I think, I, no, I'm, no, 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 no. She's like, I, what are they doing again? Uh, <laughs> uh. No, I really like the podcasts. I actually like watching the content they have, like the, um, oh shoot, uh, the camp, I actually really enjoyed the camp. Who edited the camp video? I did the majority of the editing, but Jeannie and Clarence did help, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching the, because I'm really pedantic about uh, videography stuff, so watching the transitions and the clips and everything, I actually really enjoyed that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. so I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so should we talk about what's good about marketing? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Uh, Jeannie, you want to start? <laughs> You're offloading every question <laughs> see, 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 That's all we both do. It's just me and, courtesy. Me and Ryan you always go go first. And yeah. <laughs> go you first. speak first go and there's like, oh, you go first. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I need to like see your like standard and I can beat that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, alright, alright. I started off. Okay, no, marketing is really responsive and like to everything that we like want. Like every time we're like, oh, can we get this like event up real quick? They're like always like, yeah, we'll do it. Let me correct that. Edwina is responsive to everything. Actually, that's true. <laughs> I text Edwina, she does it. I text you and maybe like two business days. <laughs> One day or two days afterwards. No, um, and like they just. I think they do a really good job of like, because we have so much going on, um, they do a really good job of like keeping everyone up to date with it. Yeah, I'd say like, 
like marketing and creative, those two, these two portfolios specifically, like they've probably got like some, they do like some of the hardest work in the society because it's like every other portfolio is just like, we want this event, we want like this banner. And it's just like us like chucking like a million requests at once. You guys don't really see this, but we have like our director exec Slack and like marketing and creative probably like pinged the most on Slack. So like I feel sorry for them because they just get so many requests. They get bothered by everyone. They were like, we want this advertised at this date. We want like these banners. So um, I think they're like probably like the most hardworking. Well, like they have like a lot of on their plate. And so like balancing all that is pretty tough. So kudos to them. Kudos Edwina. So yeah, now we are more into some more specific questions for you guys. So marketing. Um, how does one learn the art of writing event descriptions? You practice and you just sprinkle emojis everywhere and then you'll be good. <laughs> uh, I guess, are there any big moments where like marketing a certain event has gone wrong? Um, no, not this year, so we hope that it stays that way. <laughs> we hope that it stays that way. With, with that question, it's like, we don't really need to do marketing at that point because for Seastock as a brand, it's okay. Like in a sense, we already have a really strong image because we already represent like a large body of people and they actually do want to come to our events. Our events are actually pretty good, unlike some other society I don't want to mention. But our events are actually very rewarding. You learn a lot from our events and just because of that, you just promo for our events is not as difficult as other societies and it's, the work we have to do is not as intensive in that sense. So it is actually great that we, our past people, our past predecessors actually had to do a really good job for CC Sock. So, yeah. uh, so on the topic of events, what has your, what has been your favorite or thing to to promote so far? My favorite event. Favorite event. Yeah. What do you guys actually think our favorite event is actually? To I don't promote. Know. Yeah. Well, actually, what do you think from an external perspective? What do you think is the most, the thing we put the most time into? I've seen a lot of posts for camp leaders recently. Camp yeah, 2.0. Camp 2.0. But, I mean, I said like hoodie pre-orders as well. Like Edwin has been posting a lot in CSE SOC, like the group. Um, and I feel like, like what they do is, you guys notice like they'll do like the, oh, like five days left till this event or like three days left to this event. So like it builds up, it keeps, you know, reminding people that, hey, this event's coming. So I feel like that's pretty good. Like that repetition, because people, if they see an event, at first, they'll just scroll past it, maybe. Like, they'll just sort of ignore it, and I'll come back to it later. Like, it's in a week's time. So they need that constant reminder. So I think those, like, little, like, you know, five days, three days, one day left really does help. Um, I think, like, hiking. There was, like, a lot of, like, CC Soccer's hiking. There was, like, a ton of, like, this is coming up. And I'm like, okay, I get it, I get it. Uh, and then, yeah. Did you come? I, I didn't go. <laughs> uh, I don't think I was on, like, a... Yeah, Saturday or something, I had something on. But, um... Yeah, so how much of the stuff is like you guys being like, oh, we should do this versus like one of the portfolios being like, can you do this? Mostly Hurricane, but I smell so the other portfolios ask. It's only recently we're thinking of doing more of like, we're going to do ourselves and just hide it in there. Yeah, because for like the um, welcome barbecue, I was like, how do we generate um, Actually, yeah, for you, that? what you did is you said you didn't reveal what the like food was yeah, going to be, right? That's what I and get. then they're like, oh, if you want to find out, hit going because then you'd post, right, and then they get a notification. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, this is the Bulgogi barbecue, right, in week one. So at first they were like, oh, we've got a secret. Like, it's going to be a big barbecue, something secret coming up. Like, hit going, we're interested to, like, be notified. And then 
Edwina revealed that it was like Bill Gogan. I think that was like, I noticed that that was pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That worked. <laughs> um, but actually on that, yeah, like, because I, I noticed like we have like, we used, we used to use like Trello and a portfolio, like the directors, they would put like very vague or very little information about the event and it's up to marketing to like, marketing to like actually <laughs> figure out what is this event and how do I like relate this to the general CSE audience. We usually have to message, like, personal message. Oh, right, yeah. Because like, I noticed it's just, like, they write, like, one message, like, it was, like, I don't know. Hackathon. It's a hackathon. It's a hackathon. <laughs> there's, there's, there's literally Trello cards or Airtable cards that literally say it's a hackathon. It's on this day. We have these sponsors. Like, write something. Thank yeah, because I feel like, yeah, the the people who understand the event most are the people who are organizing it. So I think it's up to, like, these guys to, like, actually dig more and, like, find out, you know, what parts are the most attractive you know, what part should we really like flex sort of thing, yeah. yeah. So to answer the question again, most effort for something was, for me, it was popcorn because I, I really enjoyed that. And also just overall, I prefer making like, sadly, I do a lot of recap stuff because I just enjoy video work. So that's why, photo and video work, I enjoy that the most. Edwin is most favorite thing for marketing? Um, the most thing you put the most effort in, I think, that was the question. Yeah, well, most yeah most promotions are pretty much the same with like the countdown stuff but something we have new coming is like our instagram we're hoping to like revamp that um on the cse stock website apparently the marketing team has you know claimed that you guys would have a tiktok but where's, where's the tiktok <laughs> <laughs> that's all my bad oh my god um um <laughs> okay well for me like top priority is like instagram first to get that going because that's still not ready yet and then maybe if we have time after that then to explore TikTok. All right, uh, this is from media. Uh, who's been your favorite guest on Echo? Me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the, like, the podcast that I have hosted, my favorite guest. So I did, a can I did two Canva podcasts. I did one with V, her name's like Vanessa, but um, her nickname's V. Wait, Vanessa's uh, recruitment lead? No, 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 she's a front-end uh, engineer. Oh, okay. um, who's also a Kiwi, so that was kind of cool. Um, but like, yeah, I did a front-end podcast with her. That was really fun. It's also the most popular Echo podcast right now. Just thought I'd <laughs> put that out there. Um, also, uh, Laura Haynes from Canva. She was, she's like the global lead of Canva. So she's like, in terms of the product, like how to like do partnerships with like different companies and stuff. Like Canva do partnerships with like different companies all the time. So she's like top dog. So did an interview with her. That was really fun. Um, but I think like favorite guests in general, We've had in the, like the 2019, they did a lot of like alumni interviews. So they did um, one with Jake Bloom, who was co-pres of CSE Sock in like 2017 or something like that. And like he worked at Facebook and he was like working at a startup when they did the podcast. I thought that was super interesting. I just like it. I like like that those sort of alumni episodes because it's like oh, they you know took the same classes as us. They've walked the same buildings, been in the same camps as us, and like look where they are. They're like in you know, Silicon Valley doing whatever they're doing. So it's kind of nice when you have someone who came from the same uni as you, who's like doing something really successful. So I thought that was super interesting. Um, Jake Bloom also, I think his name was Conway. He also worked at Microsoft and he was also alumni. So that was pretty interesting, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's not like one <laughs> Which one, sorry? I just want to like say like- Yeah, so yeah, um, how, many, how many more? Like, do you want to go through sure. the rest of yeah, them? Shout, <laughs> just like, shout out to the fans. Shout out everyone. It's like, no, shout out to the podcast, I love them. They're all, yeah, these are all my favorite guests, yeah. If I had to pick one, it'd be um, Tom Coins. We did like a, he's the Comp 151 course admin. Um, basically, also just cause like when we recorded it, like 
it was so mess. Like the um, the room booking fell through, and then like so we had to just like rely on him to like get us a room that he had access to, and then like our mics didn't work. And then he, for some reason, just had a spare mic that we used to um, record it. Yeah, that he just carries around. Possibly, I guess. so. Anyways, yeah, and then that turned out pretty cool. Um, and then yeah, he talked about a lot about what he's done. So that was my favorite. Yeah, I think Edwina had a favorite. I liked the um, Alex. Yeah. The one with Alex. Actually, that was really cool because we got Alex to talk about like their whole like security life story. Alex. Alex. Hope. The one who hacked Tony Abbott. Oh. Yeah. Great yeah. episode. B sides. We all want to be sides. Was he at B sides? He was at B sides. Yeah. Um. So recently, CSE Sock uploaded a video, the seventy three questions with the CSE Sock deck. That was like months ago. <laughs> <laughs> recently. Recently, yeah. Within the year, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just good for media. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So who edited it? Oh, so I Is edited it. it oh, yeah. Okay. Um. Like. Would you like to talk about, I guess, the process of creating the video or like the challenges that you encountered? Okay, so uh, before we have, so every year at the beginning of the year, directors do like a road trip. And so last year they filmed their meet the director videos on road trip. Did you guys, have you guys seen them? Oh, it's like they're sitting on a couch. They're so cute. They're just so doing, yeah. they're like doing interviews. Like it's the exec interviewing the directors. So we're like, oh, like, do we need to do this? So we talked to Jarman, like, do we have time to film some meet director videos? And she's like, no, we don't. We got to do. We got to see waterfalls. We got to. Uh, <laughs> even go waterfalls. We, oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. We went to the market. There was a waterfall. Yeah, you, you. <laughs> you like swear. Yeah, I was gonna say. We <laughs> got all up in the waterfall. <laughs> anyway, so she's like, yeah, we don't have time, and we're like, oh, okay, like, do we want to bother doing them? And oh, so we, like, we decided no. No, we decided we weren't gonna do the meet the directors. Then after road trip, Shrey's like on stack, guys, we forgot to do the videos, and we're like, but we, never we, we, we we never planned to. We and he's like, oh okay, but like, do we want to still do them? It's like it's okay, it's up to you guys. And then at that point, he like, he, he, he really he, were, like, closing in, he like, really wanted us to do a video. Like it was very like, yeah, we don't up to you guys. But if we did, <laughs> it'd be so good. Um, and so then we're like, okay, sure. And then we somehow like roped marketing in, I think, because like Shrey tagged marketing in like the, in the Slack thread. Yeah. Um, we were, okay, so we got to record this video and we got to get it out, out ASAP because subcom recruitment was like open at the time. It was only open for like two weeks. Yeah. So, um, well, okay, we got a general meeting on Monday. A general meeting, so every two weeks, all the directors or the exec, like they're all together for one meeting. It's our general meeting. So it's every two weeks. And it's, on per it's in person on campus. This is our, this is our first general meeting. Okay, so what we can do is we can, we can basically schedule all the directors throughout the day, right? Because, yeah, except, well, it was a director. No, was directors. Meet directors, not meet the exec. Um, and our meeting was at 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. So we pretty much had the whole day. And we just bought new media equipment yeah, that we, we begged Jarman for. Yeah. Um, and then, okay. then I remember we, okay, we scheduled the first people to come in at like, like, 12 or like 11 or yeah something. i think like colin and james were first yeah and then we were like oh we'll come in like one and a half hours beforehand to like prep like check out the equipment and like come up with the idea oh yeah we had no idea the 73 questions part came up like five minutes before we filmed like workshops which was the first segment yeah like james james walked in and it's like what's the idea no because like that we, explains we had, like, the doc with the <laughs> random questions yeah, yeah one so, and a half hours to prep because right? 
And we the, spent like one hour like unboxing the media equipment, like being like, oh my god, this like next so cool. to this. But also like, <laughs> yeah, because the idea came up so late, we're like, oh shit, we got to think of questions to ask them like, as we do, as we go, right? So Edwina was there because like marketing sort of helped us. And we just turned up early. It was us and socks, and she was writing the questions for like all the portfolios where we were like filming like all the directors. Um, and yeah, it was like a mad rush or mad, mad, mad. Why was it a rush? What was the importance of the videos? Because oh, it was important because like, well, they really wanted to meet the director video. Um, it made sense. Right? And I think it's good because it gave like a name to a face for like the portfolios. Um, Cause with last year's, we were gonna originally go off their idea, which was like, if you've watched them, it's literally just like, the questions are just like, oh, you know, introduce yourselves. What does your portfolio do? What are you looking for in your subcom? If you think about it, those answers, those questions aren't gonna change with each year, right? So this year we wanted to like make a video that showed a bit more of our personality, something that stood out. Because like, what does workshops do? We make workshops, they said in 2020. What do we, oh, 2019. And we make the 2020 video, what are they gonna say? They say the exact same thing, right? Workshops make workshops, like no shit. Right, so we're like, okay, like how can we you know, make these videos more interesting? So we wanted to show off like our personality, I guess. So that's why they're a bit more like, even though like they're really short clips, I feel like you can get a good gauge of like what everyone is like in those little clips from the video, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah, it was like a, yeah, we, like, I remember me and Jeannie ended up staying to like really late like at 10, uni. Because yeah. we did like some of before the meeting, then we had like a security lecture, yeah. and then eight to nine we had the meeting, then from nine to like 12 we filmed like five million portfolios. Um, and yeah. And then Monica, we have to film ourselves. And we had to film ourselves last. And these guys helped us out. Edwina was like filming. Oh, no. she, almost Eddie was filming. she almost killed herself. So, so if you notice, all the directors, they walk away from the camera. But media was the only one where we were walking towards the camera. Which was, of course, done by design and not by mistake, right? We did it because it's we're different. It's, it's, yeah, it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. So, yeah, if, Eddie, how is the filming? So, no, it's a feature, not a bug. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was walking backwards and then I like bumped into like all the tables that were behind me. And so the video is a little bit shaky. No, you can like see the point where I'm like, uh, like in the video, like I can anticipate Edwina's gonna hit the table. Wait, there was one unanswered question by you guys in the uh, video. Yeah. Um, who has the better voice out of you two? Right, I mean, you're listening to the podcast right now. You're hearing Ryan talk like 80% of the time in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, please like interrupt me if I like, I just like keep talking, yeah, I won't shut up. Um, but like, did you want to say something, Junior? I was like, better be a good voice if it's yeah. Like, <laughs> if hearing it this often. One more thing, can I just say like that video. I was the voice for like all the segments, so, and I was like, you are the voice. And you know, I get, the voice. you know, the voice I, I, I never really like leave my house, right? I don't really talk to people, right? So that whole day I was talking, and like we're up to like twelve, and then like the next morning like, I got really sick. And I was sick for like two weeks after that. After that filming yeah, that video, usually he doesn't actually I, I don't talk, like I just don't leave my house, you know? So, and I talk for the whole day and then, yeah, exactly, yeah. And I woke up and I was like sick for two weeks and that was fun. Okay, so you've talked about the challenges of being directors. Uh, on the flip side, what's the most rewarding thing about being a director? Oh, just like making stuff happen. Like, and then seeing like Sacom make stuff happen as well. And I don't know. It's just really cool. Like when, when you guys go and like make your videos, I'm like, oh my gosh, they're making videos. You feel like a, ha you feel like a happy parent. Right now. Yeah. feel like a happy parent. Yeah, it feels like a happy parent vibe. Well, yeah, mine's the same. Like seeing the subcom get super excited about ideas that you have and ideas that they have and then working together to like bring it to life is like 
really cool. Yeah. Oh, and also like all the problems that I like everything that annoyed me last year being in subcom and now being able to be like, oh, I can like do something about this. This you're, is gonna be you guys. Right <laughs> <laughs> the flip side annoying thing with that is at the same time there'll always be problems that your subcom like people below you always have about you. Because right now, even as like as media directors, you, they might not have it as a big problem, but they have it as something they have they want to do. Yeah. So if you, like I can see myself right now, like I like looking at Isaac and Jess's perspective, there were a few things I didn't like about, it, and that's why hence I'm trying to do this. Yeah. But even as like I'm trying to overcome those shortcomings, there's yeah. other shortcomings I'm creating because of that. Yeah. So you always have that the trade off <laughs> with your subcom. You can never be perfect because this isn't. Yes, it is a priority, but of course we have other things in life. Yeah, that's the other thing you realise that it's like, oh... There'll always be something like that. The, the directors last year, they did a really good job. Like, they did a lot of work and it's like, it's kind of hard to, like, get it perfect. And you don't realise it until you're a director yeah. yourself. Yeah, can I just say, you don't realise how much work directors do until you become a director. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah. media directors, easy, right? And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and how much it is and how hard it is. And then I'm like, yeah, it's a lot of work, yeah. It's mental work as well. It's just, it's really hard to just give it off or just let go or just let go and just trust like the trust and faith is really hard yeah but like for me rewarding aspect is like yeah watching like you guys like do your stuff and like we can sort of like like we still have to you know help you guys out book rooms and help set up equipment but you your the creativity is in your hands and you guys are choosing the direction of these projects and we can just sort of sit back and be like just watch you guys do it um, and even like just seeing you guys get along as well, like as a subcom, like bonding and stuff. Oh, yeah, subcom bonding. Like, I f yeah, <laughs> did someone say family? Like, I feel like I'm just a happy parent, like just watching you guys like get along. That's like very good. Keith bullies me all the time. What do you mean? <laughs> the the thing is, is that when you're like recruiting subcom, like you get to know everyone individually, right? When you interview yeah. them. But you're like, oh, what about the dynamics? Will oh, they yeah, all get along? I was so anxious, like, oh my god, are they gonna like? Each yeah, other? are they gonna like each other? Because we like, we know, like, oh, we like this person, we like this person. But will they like each other, right? Because they're gonna work to each with each other um, for the rest of the year. So we're like, oh, we're gonna think about like dynamics and stuff. Yeah. And you, and honestly, someone might say, oh, you know, I planned this. Like, I planned that these two people would get along. With that's this an group. Evan thing. That's bullshit. That's like, like honestly, like it's it's luck. <laughs> that's I feel an, like that's I, an Evan I, thing. I feel like it's luck. Whether you're some like a bit of like luck and there's a little bit of like control stuff you can do but at the end of the day it's sort of like you can like facilitate you bonding sort of you just have to hope yeah because like yeah. no, because as directors the thing is when you're doing when you're a subcom member all you're worried about say for example for marketing media you're in charge of your content you're in charge of creating the content actually making sure it goes out to, i guess production or to the public as a director you're not in charge of the you are in charge of the content but your main priority is actually in charge of the subcom in charge of the people that you're under taking care of you you're no longer the main you are still directly interacting with the with the content but it's you need to worry about the people more than the content because the people's development and growth is actually more important than yeah, at the end I, of the day the, that, yeah. the content yeah. like there's no point you doing it if your subcom doesn't learn jack yes yeah so like yeah don't like invest in your content sure, but invest in the, the people first and that will pay off with the content that does come out of the team right so yeah invest in your team so and then the best team. content will come out of that yeah that's why he was so happy happy parents yeah happy parents <laughs> that's, that's why see that's that's why people that's, that's why a generally. perfect analogy just happy parent is like yeah. the most rewarding part because that's the most rewarding part seeing yeah. people grow yeah do you think you work well with your co-director? No. <laughs> Awful, I don't, I don't like Judy. But marketing go first. Yeah. And like, how do you distribute work between uh, you two? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so Una does all the work. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not true. No, no that's not true. Um, so marketing has like two kind of sub 
teams within it. So we have like a photo video side, which concentrates on photo and video and the social media side. Um, and so Eddie like more looks after the photo video side because like that's his like... She operates, she deals with the people side. I can't be bothered dealing with people. It's <laughs> 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 a lot of the people side, so most of the subcon stuff. But yeah, that's how we like split the workload, yeah. But do you guys think you get along? <laughs> yeah, we do. We do. I like to think so, but like I always, I don't trust people when they say yes to everything. So I want to hear people when they, I don't, in the sense like I, you find the most out of people when they're at the lowest, and they, you find when they're at the breaking point. So I don't mean to say that Edwin I've seen you at breaking point, but I've seen just like I don't. It's going deep. I trust. I enjoy. I trust. No, 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 no. I, I trust people the most when I've seen them at their lowest because at that point you can you know what they you know how the true self is because quite often some people put like you don't you don't know how a person is you don't, you don't know you don't know their life experience you don't know them as a person so you don't know what they've been through so you can't just assume things so when they they put on a face maybe that is their face maybe there isn't their face you just don't know how what kind of character type of character they are. Eddie's wise, I didn't even realize. She's seeing him more, so like she actually so I, wise. What she says about me, then fine, I, can, I trust that. But like, I trust her in that sense. But I say, I want to see, I want to see what she is at her lowest and what she is, what she does. Angry Eddie. Right, I'm actually curious about because that's when you truly trust people. Because that's the that's the whole point of forming forming storming stage when you're doing a team. Forming and storming is when you're literally breaking each other down and bashing heads. Mm. For me, it's I'd rather bash heads to the point you're at the bottom and then where I see you at your lowest and then put you back up. That's why I'd like to see it. That's how you build a team. <laughs> um, I think we've just normalized being annoyed at each other. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think we, we've, I think what's generally good is like we communicate in the sense that like if we find something, I actually do not. <laughs> so it's the same thing as where he doesn't I'm, tell you. I'm just smiling. No, yeah, like we'll tell each other if we don't like something and we're pretty honest with each other. So like I think we like work well together. Um, yeah. And stuff get done. Oh, except well, the, the thing yeah. is like, <laughs> okay, our main problem is we want to do everything. So like, you know how we we were supposed to like split up projects. Like, I was in charge of like half projects, and then Ryan's in charge of half. We projects. we have a notion, and we have all the projects that are going on in term two, and we're like, okay, Jeannie, you like look after this project or these yeah. projects, and Ryan looks after this these projects. But I haven't checked Notion in like ages. <laughs> so we have as well. We don't, we don't say problem as well. So I have no idea. Like, were you supposed to book the history of computing room, or was that me? Like, uh, yeah. it's like that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's like. It's like. Um, oh, it's like if something's really exciting. Like, am I supposed to be in charge of Let's Plays, or is it you? I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, long story short, it's, it's hard delegating stuff. Yeah, no, it's it's the delegating part where I don't know. It's like whoever sees this notification first kind of just like. Comes it's, yeah, because yeah. That, but also because we also we both like we both care about let's plays, right? Yeah. We want the live stream to go well. Oh, well, let's play so, tonight. Yeah, it's tomorrow. So. Oh, tomorrow. Um, it's not so much oh you know Jeannie's charge up or Ryan's charge up. We just really both want to like get in and like you know make it good. Do stuff. Yeah. Um, again, it's just up to us to like trust the subcom. Um, but yeah. So, another question. Um, way to being directors. Uh, how do you balance director work with uh, uni work and other commitments? How do you? How do Good you? question. I would love to know. <laughs> Please question, tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Keith, can you tell me? Wise man. I'm not a director, so I wouldn't know. It's in a sense like how does the subcom do it? So of course, subcom tends to be first and second. Their years. first years, they don't have jobs. No, no, no. Do you have jobs? Wow, that's a big <laughs> assumption, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah. Let's discredit your uh, subcom, mate. No, I'm just asking. 
guys work. Just ask you. <laughs> like, like, do you balance like work and like school? Ah, uh, I don't even work. And yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Ask the for a while, brother. Uh, but uh, I mean, I was asking how do you balance director work, not subcom work. So it's okay. The, it's how do you balance stuff? Honestly, it's a time management question. You don't really. Don't. You can't <laughs> just like, oh, what needs to be done now? And you should do it with at least the least amount of procrastination as you can muster in that moment. And then you kind of just do things. You try to organize, I guess, like, I try to like block off one day to do like uni work. That never works. Yeah. yeah, I think we're all still trying to figure it out. Yeah. The only thing is, it's you never really figure it out. It's always like a always constant state of I'm always trying to figure out, and always what you're doing right now is the best that you can do right now. So when you say, I, like when people say they have, they have everything figured out, I call BS because you can never have like everything figured out. Well, they paint this picture that they picture. have everything figured out. So if you if you, if you want an honest picture, we don't know, but honest. But if if from a as best practice. Like Jenny said, they try to block out as much time. For me and Edwin, we also do that. We, Edwin does it better than me, but we try to block out a, blo- a certain amount of time to do it. But with directorship, it's just something you have to do every day at the end of the day. It's really difficult because sadly, this life happens. Like literally the only way I deal with it is like just shit happens. <laughs> it just happens, so you just get deal with it. Yeah, it's like you kind of have your like list of stuff to do and then you just sort it by a priority and you just try to pick your way down that list. I think one happens. thing that helps is that there's like, it's like 21, directors right so we're kind of all in this together so i feel like it's nice when you're not the only one struggling as in like you know as as in like you know we're like you know like you look at slack we open whatever and you see like every portfolio is like putting in 100 percent work 100 percent passion so you you don't feel like you're alone like struggling with like time management balancing uni work and and like director work like you saw camp there were a bunch of camp leaders all on their laptops right like doing an assignment like that and like, like and all the time we take the same subject so we can like, you know, we have mutual subjects like security and like, you know, we're all like struggling to do that while like, you know, doing whatever else we're doing in term one. So like it, it helps when there's other people who are, you know, A, putting in as much work as you are into, if not even more, into the society. But they're also at the same time still balancing work, extracurriculars, uni work. So it's, we have each other, which is like nice. So you're not, you're not alone if that, if that helps you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We're very, everyone's very forgiving. So at the end of the day, is as we have a good team, that's why. Like overall, like the execs and the director team are actually very forgiving in that sense, very supportive. Yeah, can I say like the exec did a really good job of like picking directors, because I think like everyone's super For cool. Sure. They're yeah. really on top of things. Like, yeah. yeah, everyone's like really onto it. I think Edwina had something to say on that point as well. Yeah. No, like for, like um, sometimes Sorry. they'll be, no, no. <laughs> I just hope shut up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> can I just uh, have like a butter's like mute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go, yeah. No, but it'll be like Michael will like remind us about like promo that we should do or like, oh, can you post on the Discord? Oh, okay. Which is like really good for us because there's so many events and so it's hard to keep track sometimes of all the events you have. So like little reminders from the exec are really good. Yeah. So um, we've gone out of our ways to do like a little research on you guys, like a background check. Um, and so like your lives outside of being a CSE soft director. <laughs> So, um, I guess starting with Edwina, um, so you started dancing at like uh, the Dance Theatre Network at the age of six. (laughs) So, um, I was just wondering, do you think you are the best dancer in CSE songs? (laughs) Oh my my god. 
Oh my god. If you think, if you, if you don't know, the answer is yes, because she has a whole freaking trophy at home. Like literally a whole shelf. Oh, I've seen your trophies. It's like 30 trophies. Yeah. Do you have the most dancing trophies out of any director? Probably. <laughs> Why is it a probably? Over probably. here. <laughs> so what is it? So what, yeah. That's the question. So do you think you're the best? Wait, well, who else? Jew, Anthony, Esther. Yeah, because I still teach now as well. Um, so, and I'm just a teacher. What do you say? I don't want to say yes. I'm going to present the uh, facts. <laughs> the facts, you know, I'm, I'm just the best. Like, you know, just walk it. I mean, you did your ballet exams all the way up to grade eight. Oh, my God. How do you know all of these? Oh Even I didn't do that in depth research. Oh, my God. That's so okay, well, as the best dancer in CSE sauce, uh, who do you think would be the like the best at dancing out of these three? Oh no! Oh, you could say oh. who's the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, rank rank them all. Oh, rank, rank them. Have you seen us dance? Oh my god! Okay. Well, like, who do you think? Yeah. Okay, let me think. Fuck. I'll never. I'll never emotionally. I'm meant to be the I'll, one that I'll, swears all the time. I'll never emotionally recover from this. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me think. Cause. This is, these are my thoughts, okay, so Jeannie, Jeannie, but Jeannie skateboards, right? So she has like good body awareness, you know, like, whether, right? Balance. Like balance. Like, have you seen how much I fall on my skateboard? Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Just skip to Eddie. <laughs> no, okay, 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 okay. So best dancer to least best dancer. Least best. Least best. I'm gonna say, and I feel like you have good coordination. I, 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 okay, okay. I, I don't like how you guys pose this question. <laughs> we're having a we're having a meeting after this. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Eddie. Wait, which Eddie? You. <laughs> it's Eddie. Right, right. I thought she was talking about herself. You. Jeannie. <laughs> right. See how it is. I'm sorry. All right. This is fine. I'll see you guys later. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. No, have I ever seen you dance? I've never no, seen you I've dance. Never. Right now, let's can we go. Are clubbing? Can we go clubbing together? We, there's a club tonight. Um, I don't think I've seen any of these guys dance, and I've never danced with any of these guys, so I guess. Oh, so you benefit of the what? doubt. So we have video? Do you have some uh, video? Benefit of the doubt, we, we've never seen each other dance, well, yeah, at least yeah, yeah. us three. There's a reason why I don't dance. Yeah, I'm just because I'm just so good at it. Like, she, <laughs> hides, she hides, it's a, it's a private thing, you know. Store it, like, you'd be like, oh my gosh, can't yeah, handle it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh... Edward, so your fun fact was that you go to the gym. So um, yeah, how much can you bench? Mm, one ten, kg. That's pretty good. Four three, yeah, three. Three three reps. Wow. Okay. Uh, how much can you squat? Mm, that's pretty bad. It's like one forty. Okay, well that's a lot better than me. <laughs> <laughs> it's one forty. One forty for five. It's pretty bad. Okay. Well, yeah, I couldn't do much research, obviously, on you. You hide yourself pretty well. <laughs> okay, so, Ryan. Yeah. Why is your Minecraft YouTube channel so criminally underrated? What? I have a Minecraft YouTube channel. Sure. Can we plug that yeah, in? Yeah, we'll, we'll plug it in. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is when Minecraft was super popular. Um, it's still popular. But it was, okay, like, it's everyone around me was playing Honest it. answer, it, yeah. Um, it was, like, pipe. Um, and my friend was like, yo, do you want to start a Minecraft YouTube channel? Also, it wasn't your idea. No, it wasn't my idea. I was actually like near the end of my Minecraft like phase, but this d extended it. He was like, oh yeah, we should start up a YouTube channel. And it took some convincing. 
Um, but then we started it. I just love myself. Um, and yeah, it, I mean, you've seen the content, right guys? It's pretty amazing. It's pretty good stuff. I don't even know yeah. Yeah. So it was me and my mate, Jason, we started it. It's good quality. Would you say Michelle? Is it, <laughs> yes. is it what? Yeah. It's Very amazing. Good quality. Um, yeah. uh, have your like Minecraft skills improved compared to before? Are you now Minecraft pro? Um, no, I've, I've gone significantly worse since my glory days of Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah. Like we media have played Minecraft a couple of times before. And it's me just asking like Michelle and Maria for like weapons and food when I die. I just steal it. Yeah. Like I'm just like asking myself to give me like items because I just keep dying. Yeah. I, I don't think I like made a single thing myself. Yeah, I just like leashed off my subcop. Okay. So Jeannie. Okay, so you've had a very lucrative career in filmmaking. Could you please explain the uplift, sorry, in quotation marks, uplifting and uproarious film, Airhead? So what's, you know, what's the inspiration? Is this the, the one with the balloons? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's the inspiration for <laughs> mean Oh my gosh. I, do, oh, I didn't really think people would, like, find it. Because it, it's on my school's, like... Okay, so basically, um, English in year nine, we had to do a film project, right? And then so we were like, okay, so the inspiration for Airhead, so the theme was circles. I don't know why. Um, and then we were going to, at the time, does anyone remember watching like the mannequin, not the mannequin challenge, but the mannequin head challenge? Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. It was like some people on Twitter or something put mannequin heads and then put like a hoodie over themselves and then just like made the best dance videos. And so we were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if we like did an entire like video with those mannequin heads? Um, and then I think shipping or something, it wasn't coming by the time it was like due, um, we needed to film. And then so we were like, oh, what's the next best thing? Um, let's blow up a balloon and use that instead. So we have an entire video about um, a person who wakes up one day and then finds their head has turned into a balloon. And then they go through the day and they're like really sad. Um, and it's like really reflective. And then until at a fateful moment at their lowest point, they look up and they see another head in front of them. And then like the <laughs> angels come down and then it's like that like, generic, like angel, oh. like <laughs> heavenly music. And then they like, they like, they like touch foreheads, touch balloon heads, and then they pop. um skip off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they pop. And they skip off into the sunset. Oh, yeah. This I is this is happy story. When I watched this, what they did with the audio is they didn't record any audio. <laughs> All they did is add foley effects and post. So there's no natural audio. All the sound effects are added in post. Yeah, because I was like, oh, audio always sucks. Because the entire thing like filmed on my out like, of sync comic book. <laughs> it actually. Did you guys have known each other for so long then? No, he found. Oh it. no! There was um, one day where he decided well, to stalk me. No, 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 no. <laughs> we were. Because no, G eight, you nine, no, you nine. So like. No, he um, stalked. This was. No, 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 no. This was. <laughs> okay, this was during subcom recruitment, and we were just looking at some videos and. Looking at some videos. He and her. And her. No, no. This is. You don't remember this? This is when we were after a meeting. We were, at, we were looking at subcom recruitment, and like your video just popped up. Oh, because someone, oh, someone made a apply for media subcom, and you know how we ask for like a portfolio, like anything yeah. you've done before. Someone we put, put in, in their video, and then in the like the recommended head. No, 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 they put in that video. 
Oh wait, yeah. <laughs> it was Timmy. That's, oh, so, it was Timmy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Timmy. Yeah. They yeah. put in, they put in that video and submitted it in the media, students. media application. Timmy from students. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was like, surely not Timmy. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to talking about like being CSE SOC students. So, what is your favorite comp course? What is it, Junie? Let's hear your favorite award. I know. I know. <laughs> Wait, I feel like Eddie. I know your favorite. Do you, what do you think? Is it is it the is it sixty eight? Yeah, it is. <laughs> why why do you think that? Why do you think that? Because the whole time, every time to, I hate JavaScript. I hate front end programming. Yeah, no, I know. So, oh, so I would like text like I don't know how to do this. I hate this. And then every time she'd just be like, Oh my god, I love JavaScript. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, This is the greatest thing ever. And I'm like. It's just fun because you can like make games and stuff and then you can see it like happening. It's cool. It, like the instant gratification is like the big attraction, yeah. right? Yeah. So Junior, oh. what's your favorite then? Yeah, what's your favorite? Wait, let me see if I can guess it. Okay. I'm going to say... Comp. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, good start, good start. <laughs> good start. 1531? One? Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Because yeah. backend. Yeah, yeah, she likes backend. I, I like, like backend, backend stuff. So. Wait, post request stuff? Or REST API stuff? Um, it was just Python. Python's like fun. Python <laughs> like makes sense. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that would be my second favorite if I had to Doesn't pick. Okay. They're both Hayden Smith courses as well. True. Oh, true. Backend? Yeah. Ryan? Me? Uh, there's this course called Comp 4128. Um, you have to take like the Algos course before. It's like a, it's like a competitive programming course. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah it's, You're pretty good at I, uh, it's pretty fun. It's just like, it's um, it's not practical for like software engineering, but it's just it's just good for your brain. Like it's it's good problem solving. Does that help? Does like compare help with like like optimal like, interview challenges? Oh yeah, I'd say like yeah, like well, competitive programming in four one two eight, like competitive programming is like overkill for programming interviews. You don't need to like know all these fancy stuff, but what is useful is just the problem solving. Like also that in a contest you got a lot of like time pressure and just pressure in general and that's good practice for when you do an interview when it's just you and another engineer on a zoom call and it's very awkward and you want to die but that that's sort of that's sort of like pressure and that sort of problem solving thing on the spot that's very important yeah um eddie oh you remembered <laughs> um not oh, damn uh my answer was actually security with 6841 i hated it i loved it and i hate it at the same time mm. just um yeah, just relationship because how the course is managed is a very hate relationship part of me, but I liked it because it was interesting. Like just knowing how things work and just being able to break things is actually really. This fun. is a cybersecurity course, by the way. Six eight four. Yeah, extended. It's extended. really extended. 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 I really hated, but I really loved it. People I hated, like the admins, but yeah, the content is really cool. Okay, so um. Yeah, where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh, Edwin loves answers. No. I want her answers. What is this, a job interview? Yes, like, I want her to answer this question. No, I want her to answer Five years? No, we were talking about this on the way here, and I was like, I don't know. But um, when I thought about it, probably, like, definitely doing some sort of programming in some way, like, obviously probably working. But I do want to keep programming, because it's what I like to do, and I love to do. Yeah, that's all. Jenny? What is this deflection? Yeah, well, yeah, well. <laughs> Eddie, go, come on. Genie? Oh, okay, go, Genie, go. I don't know, in five years, hopefully traveling or something. Um, yeah, I don't know career-wise. Why not just life-wise in general? Life-wise. Life-wise in general. Because your life isn't just career. You're going to be working for the next 50 true. years. Yeah. You can, so assume you live yeah. to 100 or 80, you have about 60 years to live. What would you do? 
So if you put five years, five years is that much. You're changing the question. No, no, five years. I think five years, five years, five years, five years. you're 24, 25. I don't know, traveling, meet people. In a different, like having, I don't know, having a better perspective on things than I have now. I don't know, that's very vague, but I kind of want to just explore and see what I could gonna be backpacking and finding yourself. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah. Would you like travel alone? Are you, can you, because some people like really like solo travel because like they say other people like get in the get way of distraction, which is, you know, fair okay. enough, yeah. Because like, is that something? It depends if I have a friend who I want to travel with. Yeah. And if I don't. Like, like what the max? Let's go. We're going traveling. What's Let's the go. Max, <laughs> max group you would take traveling on this like big adventure? Like, this is like two. Or like you would. So just you and another friend. Or like myself, yeah. So it's me, it's me, myself, and I. So it's three people. <laughs> so and that's just three. Or you can like link up with people like around. So like some people like accompany you on this part of the trip. Some people like, on that part of the trip. I don't know. And I don't have to travel the whole time. I could like come back. I don't know. Uh, I, c I haven't really thought about it. So uh, career-wise, no idea. I don't think I want to be coding um, for the rest of my life. So. That could God, spin, off, that could that. spin <laughs> off into something different. Um, Life-wise, wait, so I'd be like 25. Fuck, I don't know. My 25 is not mid-life crisis time. Yeah, it's like <laughs> quarter-life crisis. I think you're still like living your life. Um, like you can still have yeah, fun. Yeah, just living my life. Um, I know. Just, I don't know. Be more wise than I am now, hopefully. You know. Sounds a bit arbitrary. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't really think about this stuff. Um, yeah, just... Be a better person than who you were five years before, which you should be doing every day, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. I'm same, just no, no, that's true. Awful person until until 2026. the day I turn until my birthday, I'm the same person, and I suddenly just change. Yeah, um, yeah, no, just you know, self improvement, I guess. With okay, with um, with the five year. When I when I, if that if the thing that question is like from a five year plan perspective, I just when people say they have a five year plan, I call BS. There's a lot of like I don't want to dig, but commerce students they always say they have a five year plan. <laughs> I swear to Allah, like literally, it's not you don't have a five. Oh, year they plan. have like oh I'm gonna have this job at this company and I'm gonna have this job at this company. Yeah. Like, I find that like from perspective like software like because I do commerce as well software we have very carefree I guess because by nature like. I don't know, we problem solve, so at the end of the day, it will solve itself at the end. We find that we'll solve it, we'll figure it out, we'll figure it out, because by nature we have to. <laughs> like, our, we're trained a whole, a whole degree to figure stuff out as it goes. So we can figure sure. stuff out literally, if, some, if something hits the fan, we need something, we can do it. So if you want personally my answer, my answer is the same as everyone wants, we don't know. It's just, it's, life literally just takes you wherever you want. And if you want career-wise, I don't know, I want to run a business. I want to start up my own business, my own startup. But it's, yeah. And for coding, I don't want to be coding for my life, but I do want to keep it as the core of everything I do, which is problem solving, which by nature, that's what coding is. Yeah, yeah take away the problem solving aspect of coding. You don't have to keep the, the actual actual coding part of coding, but the problem solving aspect, which you like gain from that skill is pretty valuable. And yes, yeah, sorry, I'm kicking the table. No, no, no. no, because coding, it's by nature, the languages always change. People always, like coding is always developing. Yeah, imagine betting your whole career on a language framework on a made language. by Facebook. <laughs> At front end, I'm just joking. Imagine um, that, yeah, but yeah. on a language. No, but, yeah, no, technology's changed, yeah. yeah. Like by nature, everything changes. It's, yeah. And the only thing you can keep at the center of it is your ability to, to solve problems. That is by nature how engineers are relevant. That's the reason why we're relevant, because yeah. we can solve. That's why people want engineers majority of the time, because we can solve problems.
So languages always change. So uh, now we're going to play a game of uh, guess who out of the directors and CSE sock. Basically, we'll give you a fact, and uh, each of you have a guess as to which director this fact belongs to. So is it any director? Yeah. Any, any exec? Oh, right. any, yeah. yeah, it could be exec or director, yeah. yeah. I'm calling it one okay. of the questions relates to Shrey and Michael. One of them relates to one of them. Okay. All right, so I'm colorblind. Is it blind or colorblind? Because if it's blind, I'm saying genie. Because <laughs> she just like sees my messages on Messenger. She just reads them, just doesn't pay attention to them. She, no, you look at the preview. Never, but yeah, I know you're true. reading that's the previews. True. Be fair. I know I, he's. Out of us two, I ghost the most, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. Sorry, colorblind. Yeah. What do you think? I think it's Sandeep. Sandeep. I don't know. It'd be funny if it was a creative director. Exactly. Who's that is. <laughs> I swear it's Shrey, wasn't he? I'm just gonna go off. Yeah, I'm gonna Shrey. Was straight colorblind? I swear straight was colorblind. I'm just gonna guess James. James. Yeah, I'm just going with Shrey as well. Well, you got pretty close to Sandy, but the actual person's Gary. Gary. So it is a creative director. It is a creative director. Okay, next fact. This person used to be able to recite pi to 80 digits at around age 14 to 17. I reckon Evan Lee would just like. Evan would so know. Would just for some reason just like know it because it's funny. Something. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Clarence on this one. No way. I'm gonna go with the secretary. It was a question in the camps. It was oh, a camp no. question. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was a camp thing. So oh, I thought shit. you guys would remember it. I don't remember it. Wait, so do you remember? I don't remember. It. <laughs> I, I, I didn't care. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. Well, it's Jamin. Jamin. Oh. I was close with an exec, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. No way is it Jamin. Yeah. <laughs> This one. Um, I've never seen Star Wars and am too afraid to admit it. I feel like someone's told me this. Yeah, this sounds really familiar. Like, we've done like these sort of icebreaker things before. No idea. No, but like, who would say they're too afraid to? I feel like Anthony, I don't know. <laughs> Anthony has no shame, so I feel like. I oh, half half. Depends on the situation. Uh, yeah, so, suck it. Send it. Um, Anthony? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, it's Esther. Oh. Esther. Oh, are you kidding me? That's close. They're yeah, both female. They're both... <laughs> oh my god, you did not just pull that card. <laughs> you did not just pull the female card. That's Esther. so close. You guys pull the same cards. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's close to the same sex. We just the like to stir shit, yeah. Okay, here's your next fact. I'm a big Britney Spears fan. Oh, is that Anthony? Genie. Or was that me. Carly Rae? You, right? Oh, you also. We have a director playlist. Like, did anyone put on Britney Spears? I don't touch the playlist. She would. You would put Britney Spears on it. Yeah, but it Wait, so you, it's not us, right? It's not you four. It's not okay. Okay. I, I'm going Anthony. I'm going Anthony again. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I see. I know. Okay, real questions. Let's go. Let's go real questions. Okay, here's the real question. Um, okay, oh, sorry, the real fact. Uh, someone almost ran over a pedestrian around a month ago. I'd <laughs> say it's Colin. <laughs> it's gotta be Colin. Only because on our road trip, he, we were driving, like, we're all in separate cars. And his, he drove, so in Australia, right, we drive on the left-hand side of the Sorry, road. you're from New Zealand, mate. Um, <laughs> Sorry, in Australia. we were turning left, and then he just suddenly, because I was in the car behind him, I was like, Wait, is Colin driving on the wrong side of the road? Like, we're here, he's over there. I'm like, Randy, is he on the wrong side? It's like, yeah, what's he doing? And it took about like 
I swear, like eight seconds for him to realize. And suddenly the car just swerves to the right side, to the left side. Um, uh, that's why I, I, I pick Colin. Yeah. You're in Hayeswood. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, Hayes, Colin, sure. But I'm going to have Colin, yeah. Uh, well, Sandy. Oh, um, what? So, so basically, you know how the pedestrians sometimes see the light turn yellow, right? Yeah. And then they walk like preemptively. So then this guy does that, and then um, Sandeep has to break and dodge him. And worst of all, he had to run a red light or something. Yeah, so like... Oh, so it wasn't his fault. Yeah, he, he said, can it please be mentioned that the pedestrian <laughs> deserved to be run over? What's the best piece of advice someone has ever given you? I'm not going first this time. <laughs> Eddie, I think it's your turn. Yeah, yeah, we'll go reverse order. <laughs> so, best piece of advice, honestly, I can't think of one because honest, I, my honest answer, like, advice is, I don't, you hear so much advice from so many people, it's hard to resonate with a lot of them. So for me, I resonate by a certain mentality or certain quality, just, just, just be yourself and just do it. So by, by that it means like just be yourself in the sense I've dealt with a lot of fake people in my life. So like I prefer to be very honest and very straightforward with people. It's by that way you don't have to clear a filter, less energy, just be honest and authentic as possible. So by doing that as well, you can also see how hard hard working people are. So by nature, like by just just do it. I'm either I either do nothing or I do everything to the nth degree. So I go over the top or I do nothing, as you can tell from if you notice from any of the marketing, you can actually tell how I do my stuff. It's either I do nothing, which Edwina, that's why I keep praising Edwina, or I go over the top with any promo or any edits. So by that, it's just do it because at the end of the day, no one's going to do it but you. If you have so, if you have a problem, no one's going to solve it but you because only you see the problem at that time. So yeah, so just just be honest and just do it. That's the mentality I try to embody. But advice, don't have any, honestly. But that in itself is advice, right? Like, don't do something if you're not going to put 100% like, effort, go over the top with it. Um, I wouldn't say like there's a number one advice that is better than all of them, but uh, just not to not to plug our own stuff. But if you guys have listened to the Hayden Smith uh, Echo episode, which is really good by the way, like it's it's so good. Hayden Smith is a really interesting dude. But he he said this thing on the podcast where he's like, um, like if you um, this idea that if you like you know compliment someone, if you notice someone that does something nice, like makes a nice thing or you want to like compliment them or like um, it takes like very little energy so this idea of input and output where if i like saw someone made this really cool thing and i send them a message on messenger saying like oh great job you know i really enjoyed this piece of thing that took a very little amount of energy it took you to open messenger type in like a couple of sentences hit enter but the output like the feelings that they'll feel is major so there's a mass massive like surplus in like how much energy you put in but how much gratitude they felt so I feel like if there's, and that's why I like um, on Discord and Facebook, we have like our shout outs for our CSOC team. I really like that because it's so easy just to type a message in Discord or Slack being like, shout out to this director or this subcom who did this thing. And like, it's really easy, but also I'm hoping that the people on the receiving end feel that gratitude. Um, I remember that time that you, I think you shouted out Ronnie and then she like took the opportunity to like shout out some other people in the replies and then he takes a screenshot and sends it to me and it's like, why didn't she think of no, me? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, ignore what Jeannie says, but um, yeah, like basically, yeah, this idea that Hedden was We're just going to move on from yeah, that. Yeah, Ryan's just a softie and a cutie at that end. Um, <laughs> yeah, like for you to like, you know, make someone feel a lot of gratitude, 
It takes a very small amount of energy a lot yeah. of the time. Um, it takes like what, like, like a minute, a minute out of your day. day, and the massive surplus or profit in like energy is, is amazing. I like that. I'm gonna take that as my yeah. advice. Uh, yeah. it. <laughs> Hayden Smith didn't say that. Ryan said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I expect shoutouts now from all you guys to me. Thanks. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, like I forgot about that, but that was like something that was really nice. Um, but I think in general, I think I don't know. I try. I don't know. I try not to listen to because I feel like everyone has an opinion on things, and like, yeah, I've tried not to take on as much as like what other people think that I should be doing. I guess. Um, yeah. Like commitments and stuff. Hmm? Like commitments. And- no, just like advice on like what i'd be doing or like how i should live my life and stuff like that um which sounds very arrogant but like but it's kind of like i don't know it's your life at the end of the day yeah if you hear if you try to take on everyone's advice it's very um i don't know it just gets noisy i guess Mm. and i think it's easier to try and figure out more like to figure out what you actually want um yeah i don't know but also the Hayden Smith advice, that's also very good. I feel like the best advice is so hard to think of. Just a nice piece of advice that you've heard. Because I feel like one piece of advice is not better than all of them. Like, you can't rank. By nature, when you have to listen to good advice, you have to be at a point where you're needing that advice. Quite often, everyone thinks they should give you... Like every, like, like Angie Keeney said, everyone has your two cents on how you should do things, but at the end of the day, you don't really receive it unless you really need it at that point. Like in high school, they tell you, you should do this, you should do this, because the teachers think you need it. But sadly, Edwina has been very fortunate in the sense that she actually knew what she really liked. And really, like, she really enjoyed programming from a young age. So she already had internally a very good foundation to think, okay, um, not much advice in the sense like she hasn't hit a lowest point to actually receive, I guess. But that's like uh, programming-wise, right? But that's also like internally in life. Yeah. Because you, all the things you've learned has actually, at the end of the day, helped you solve a lot of your problems, solve a lot of your issues. Yeah, it's all your problems solve a lot of your problems like that way. So yeah. So she's her honest answer. She told me she didn't know what the freak to say. Okay. <laughs> oh, actually, can I say something to do with like skateboarding? I guess like. Oh, here we oh, go. Skateboarding. Here we go. <laughs> she wanted to say, mention skateboarding in the podcast somehow. Okay, okay. Because the, the nature of skateboarding, right, is you try a trick like over and over again, and you're gonna fall over, and you're gonna like seriously injure yourself. But if you wanna like achieve that trick, you just like, what you need to do is just get back out there and just, like, try it over and over again. And I feel like that's like, a general, like, metaphor for life. Like, you can fail at something one time. You'll probably fail at something one time, but... You will like, fail at one. You will fail at things. <laughs> you will... Uh, what a revelation. Um, But, like... <laughs> but, like, the important thing is, like, you get back up and, like, ultimately, like, the people who end up succeeding is the people who, like afraid to fail and try again and improve and change every single time she's got that written on her wall on a poster a <laughs> skateboarding poster she got when she was 13. And, and the reason why she's so she's so successful is because she's failed the most uh, <laughs> out of everybody uh yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah basically like don't be afraid of failure just like try and try and yeah that's really hard to do though like it don't you think hard. yeah, yeah. It's that's hard why you have to have the passion for it and hence why i said i think yeah, yeah it's like the, you gotta like lose I think it's, like, because you get, go, like, hurts a little bit when you fail, and you're like, oh, I don't want to, like, go through that again. And you have to, like, learn to, like, 
not care about that. Yeah. But why do you think you care about your ego then? Why no one on that note? Yeah. Why do you why do you care about your ego in that sense? Yeah. yeah I think I used to like I'd be like oh I want to like look like I what I'm doing. Look. Exactly. Look to who? Like the rest of the world. No one really cares at the end of the day. Like. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, once you realise that, like, no one... Like, it doesn't really matter to... Uh, just, it only matters to yourself. And so, yeah. Alright, so we have, I guess, one more serious question. Uh, what makes a successful uni student, and do you think you are one yourself? That's fine, that's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so successful, he's a cheater, he's got off the bar. Wait, but success is... Like, it's relative to what you think success is. So. Yeah, because, like... Like, if, like if someone doesn't want to work at a trading firm, then if someone, like, then that's someone, yeah, like, you know, it's not one, this is success, it's this is success depending on how you want to define it for yourself. Because I think a lot of us are, like, successful in the sense that, like, it seems successful from, like, I don't know, does that make sense? Like, being true to seem successful, being, like, a, um, they're kind of more, like, status symbols and stuff. Yeah, because have you seen Genie's My Experience? It's okay. brutal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just joking. Please don't. <laughs> um, have you I seen my my experience? I don't know. But yeah, like, the things are... I think being successful is more about figuring out what you want to get out of uni and doing those things rather than... I think worse is when you're like, oh, I think that's super cool, but you never go out and try to do it. I think it's unattainable. So I think a successful uni student, you... Imagine what you want to do and then you like at least try your best like um, doing those things and don't like hold yourself back and it's like okay again it's okay if you like fail or whatever but like the important part is that you tried. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I think it's also not putting too much pressure on yourself to um, like reach certain goals you have like you said like yes have those goals but then don't like beat yourself down about it if you don't reach that straight away like you'll get there eventually um so just like keep i think a good uni student is like someone who just keeps trying just keeps working hard to um towards what's something that they want to do yeah i have two points about that to find on that point yes it's on the note for ryan said it it's defi it's defining your own success what is success in your eyes what is success in our lives like what i find successful is different from what you think is successful so at the end of the day it's it's all relative yes and it defines it depends on your def definition of success on the note with everyone having such high expectations it's difficult as people we naturally want to do amazingly well yeah. and we see other people we naturally want those things but it's very as people it's very easy to overestimate how much we can do very easy to overestimate and therefore we feel bad about ourselves because we're not doing it like you see everyone at uni like you know balance like 10 million equipments like five subcoms or like play like three sports and like take like you know five subjects in one trimester um and like 10 million hobbies um like, like it's sort of like this hustle culture like you should like if you're not if you're not balancing a million things then you're not really like pushing yourself or you're not successful i think like there's no shame in doing less things but doing less things but better so rather, like quality of a quantity, because a lot of times if you're balancing 10 million things, but you're not having enough time to dedicate enough time to each thing, it feels like you're not really making progress. Where if you, if you take on less stuff, but put more energy into those few hobbies or interests that you really care about, you'll feel like you get more out of life. Um, I think yeah, everyone just thinks you need to balance like 10 million commitments, oh, extracurriculars to put on your resume or, or whatever. I think that's just the wrong idea. Focus on 
a smaller subset of, of stuff that you like and like really excel at it. Yeah. Actually, I think that was the main thing that I changed between first year and second year. I like really cut down on like, I like- She was part of like 5 million subcoms <laughs> in first year. <laughs> you change a cover photo like every second of the day. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, like when I first started uni, cause I was just excited by everything. That's okay, like you want to try everything. Um, and so yeah, like in three subcoms, I was like in business one. I was like in just like random stuff. Did you like the e-waste thing as well? I was, but it kind of shut down because of COVID. Oh, okay. I don't know what I would, and I was working like two or three jobs. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I kind of, one didn't tell me this, but like I kind of took his advice, right? Um, in second year, I just kind of focused on like this stuff, that, this places where I thought I could make a difference. And I just focus on those things. Like media. Like media. Best portfolio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so depth over width. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting deep depth over breadth, yeah. Yeah. If we, like, since we're a comp size student, you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because going deep into something, you, ge- you generally you enjoy it because you get progression in that progression, and yeah. something always ends up giving you some sort of happiness. Or yeah, progression is like the best motivator. Like, yeah. And having so many things does not help you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to hire you based on knowing so much things. Uh, it's like the jack of all trades. Don't be a jack of all trades, yeah. 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 Um, what is your favorite place to study on campus? They closed my, my building now. Wait, where did you use Hilma, Hilma. Upstairs Hilma. Level 5 Hilma is like the most quiet place. No one's up there. No one finds, like only some business students. But yeah, if I save my study spot, well, people then just suddenly start studying there. It's no longer my favorite study spot. Yeah, so many people just listen to that specific. Wait, what is a good study spot? Do you study at uni? Do I study at uni? Do you study? Um, okay, if the weather's not outside on the quad is really good, because it's like outdoors but still shady. Um, like Alec, Alec Building, Ainsworth, all solid. Do you guys find it hard to focus on those areas though? Because I find... Yeah. Like Ainsworth, level three, like where all the CSE labs are, like you're gonna see people, because like all the labs are there, and I feel like you just can't really concentrate. Oh true, what's the most like hidden spot? That's why I said Hilma, because no one goes there. <laughs> Don't study ASB. ASB, you may see so many people. Oh, what's that building called? Um, is it SEB? Near... What's that? SEB. SEB. Science and Engineering Building. Yeah. Oh, that, that's pretty quiet. No, that's that. That's my favourite. Like, the down, you're downstairs, downstairs in the area. Yeah, oh. it's yeah. so nice. Because yeah, it, it's new, so it's, like, very nice. Yeah. There's also, like, no phone signal there, I think. There's that's no, true. Wait, for real? Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no, no phone signal. Really? It's, like, a basement, but it's, like, a nice basement. There's a, shower, nice. there's a shower there. Yeah, there's a shower there's a, there's in the toilets. There's a free yeah. student access and it's always clean there, as well. Yeah, the toilets are nice and then there's like two showers like you go in the back. Yeah, it's, it's clean. Well, speaking of toilets, uh, best and worst toilets on campus? <laughs> um, best is the, yeah, the set building. Worst is the, the Matthews Food yeah, Court. Matthews. Yeah, Matthews. It's, bad. Yeah, it's bad. They have like this like can dispenser it's ridiculous yeah like, the it's towel res- it's <laughs> oh, they have that in our uh, clb clb toilets like we walk in from the from the outside it's got that weird towel thing it's like, yeah, it's yeah i don't like clb toilets very much yeah. it's in matthews and sylvie not that great anything in upper campus no anything lower it hasn't campus. been developed yet mate <laughs> give it time um quite often um enjo uh faculties get the most money sadly and med k17 has good toilets does it? Yeah. Think, all think. clean, they, they always maintain and they clean. Oh, apparently the one upstairs, right? Oh. Someone drew a diagram 
of like how the mirrors are laid out. And when you're washing your hands, if you look at the mirror, you can see like someone pissing into the urinal. Oh, oh. the way it's laid out. <laughs> Love that. Kate's <laughs> 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 favorite toilet. <laughs> Next one. Okay, um, just con just compare you. Anyways. <laughs> Next point. Where is your favorite place to eat on campus? Ryan's lap. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm kidding. kidding. <laughs> and you wonder why guys slide into your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, one of those guys sliding into DMs was actually me. I was trying to slide into Eddie's DMs, but he hasn't like responded at all. Um. Best place to eat. Um, Stellini's, bro. Stellini's, GYG. Basically, all the places next to IGA in that area. Yeah, that's good. I like Yala eat a lot. Yeah, Again, know. food gets better as you go lower down campus. Yeah. Because, like, think about upper campus, that's Matthew's. Matthew's doesn't look too bad, but yeah. No, Matthew's has the pasta at the corner, which is good. Yeah, yeah that's pretty yeah. For 10 bucks, it's actually be good. Yeah, so. That's it, basically. But um, are there any final questions you would like us, you know, you'd like to ask your other directors? Yeah. How annoying are we? Do we know when we like, can we put this up? You guys are really good because you you've done your own marketing for pretty much all of your podcasts and- Yeah, so marketing are like pretty busy with like every other portfolio, like asking for stuff. So media, we sort of like do our own marketing. <laughs> Oh, true. Um, There's like a, on our, we have like a template for like, um, podcast releases. One of them is, uh, ping marketing. We've like never ticked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it just, yeah, it means they can focus more on the events, which is you know, pretty important. Getting people to like show up. Yeah. Whereas media content, you can just sort of like do periodically, like whenever. You just post an audio trailer whenever. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you guys. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, thank Keith. Jesus. All right. Do you want to like say like a, we're going to record it later, do like a little a what? outro. Here you go. Outro. I did the intro. <laughs> <laughs> what? Our, our did you write something on the red sheet? Yeah, it says, <laughs> yay, thank you. Now shoo. <laughs> what it says. Thanks for listening. Wait, you weren't even looking at the camera. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it again. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe.